you, me, party. What up, say? Hey, call us if there's any trouble, okay? Call, don't cause any trouble. I bet P has boys over at your place all the time. That's what babysitters do. Seriously, have you ever been awake after she's fallen asleep? Yeah, but like, not in America with hot people. Hey! Hey guys, Cass here. So, that's right, I totally fell for this one. Uh, Netflix, with its original uh, programming, it's really just hitting home runs one right after the other. That's right. The 2017 American teen comedy film, The Babysitter. Um, Personally, I just want to say I thought it was awesome. Just 90 minutes of just pure horror entertainment. Just kind of poking fun at those uh, typical tropes of the, you know, coming-of-age babysitter film. Um, But uh, I just... I thought it was awesome. It just, it was hilarious. It was like this Scott Pilgrim meets, uh, you know, like, uh, well, basically Scott Pilgrim meets any Eli Roth horror film. Just the amount of blood splatter was just phenomenal and fantastic. Um, but anyways, down to the, the nitty gritty, the details, um, written, uh, by Brian, um, Duffield and directed by MCG and released on Friday, October the 13th this year. Um, and like I was saying, just great. Definitely. I would just give it like an A, A plus. Um, you know, maybe it's not for everybody. Uh, for instance, when my husband watched it and, uh, that scene right after, you know, do you trust me? he I think certainly fell for it and was not expecting those blades to come out whatsoever because he was a little ticked off <laughs> with me uh, um, in regards to that. But anyways, I uh, thought it was hilarious. Um, so our stars, we've got Samara Weaving, Judah Lewis, uh, Hannah Mae Lee, Robbie Emil, of course, Bella Thorne. I see her constantly in the tabloids. I don't really know what the big deal is, but I gotta say she did a really good job just playing that stupid kind of cliche cheerleader that we all um, imagined, or perhaps even knew one in high school. Now, the um, the music was by Douglas Pipes. Just really a really good combination of, like, 80s to recent uh, uh, just pop uh, pop hits so I, I definitely um if you're into in, in, into film and and music combinations definitely an album you may want to check out so our plot basically um we uh follow this 12 year old uh neighbor single child known as cole johnson just your typical kind of nerdy losery sort of typical neighborhood boy but he's constantly bullied by this neighborhood jeremy 
Jeremy. Quite a um, little over the top, but I thought it was pretty funny. But uh, I, again, this whole film is just making fun and a little over the top. So um, the babysitter, of course, shows up right in the middle. And that's one of the main things that Cole's constantly kind of defending about himself is his parents are um, constantly you know, hiring a babysitter. He's got to be the only kid his age that's not at that point where his parents are trusting him to leave him alone. Um, but at the same time, Nicole is a very nervous boy. He's constantly, you know, questioning the unknown and what, what could happen. So, um, you know, but at the same time, he's in love with his babysitter, which I don't blame him. You know, that's kind of the whole point of this, this film and is sort of the, the fun of it is, you know, he's turning into a man and she's every man's dream. So it's, it's kind of, kind of funny in that, that retrospect. Um, anyway, she shows up to, uh, to defend him. And, uh, you know, that's kind of where we get set up with the, the note that I'm coming over tomorrow. It's me, you, I'm overnight babysitting you. And, you know, Cole's ecstatic. Um, so of course we go home, uh, meet Cole's parents, you know, they're kind of this eccentric couple, um, who can, you know, they're not afraid to deal with anything, but interesting that, that Cole kind of has this fear. Anyways, we have the neighborhood, uh, uh, girl. And of course that's Cole's friend and best friend, um, and his neighbor. And she, um, she's kind of, you know, encouraging Cole to stay up. You know, you can't tell me that B just stays up alone. She's the type that constantly has boys in and out. And, um, of course Cole stays up and to his surprise, lo and behold, several of her high school friends show up. So, um, we have Max, John, Allison, Sonia, and Samuel. Now they start playing a game of truth and dare. And of course, format a game of spin the bottle. Well, with a combination of spin the bottle and truth and dare. So, uh, of course, bees dared to kiss everyone. And lo and behold, that's where we're set up with Sam's unfortunate death. Um, and, uh, two daggers are pulled out from behind bees head or behind bees back and are stabbed into Sam's head. Now, of course they try to, save the blood and Cole witnesses all of this. So he runs into his room and calls 911. Um, and he just sort of passes out due to exhaustion, due to the fear of everything going on. And, uh, of course the, uh, the infamous scene where B comes up to get the blood of the innocent, uh, involving, uh, just a, a, a needle, which of course is Cole's, one of Cole's biggest fears. Now, um, basically, uh, B and her cult question, um, Cole, while fending off, um, <clears throat> basically Cole wakes up, tr- sorry guys, so Cole wakes up, tries to escape, and, um, and B essentially captures him, so he's tied to a chair with a group of them, um, surrounding him, and the cops show up, and lo and behold, what happens? They kill the cops, um, in quite an, an unfortunate circumstance. So, um, lo and behold, Cole uses his time to escape, um, and, uh, uh runs away and, uh, he's in that time, John pursues him. Uh, and at that time he meets his unfortunate end. This is no, um, no fault of Cole's. I mean, he just pushes him over the banister. Um, but basically it kind of gives Cole this sort of rush, which, I love the um, combination that the only other film I can think of was Scott Pilgrim, where they show this, like, you know, uh, use of um, uh, 
letters and and things just to really get across the uh, the feeling that the character is having at the moment. So Cole escapes out his bedroom window and hides in the basement. Although to his dismay, Sonia does find him, uh, and it, we kind of have this whole. Um, trap off in the basement deal as Cole does sort of trap her in the fact that he's uh, gathered a firework, you know, the bug spray, that whole thing, which was quite a quite a, a fun sort of unfortunate end for Sonia. Now, um, at that moment, that's when uh, Mac shows shows up and chases Cole to his treehouse, which was quite a, an intense scene. And Cole finds his way to uh, to escape that, leaving leaving Max hanging. And of course, um, I do have to say, I do enjoy that scene before with Jeremy um, and Max when the house is being egged. And he just says, you know, Cole, you got to go beat him up. Of course, just doesn't work out, but really enjoyed it. Definitely, uh, definitely left me laughing. So not sure what your guys' thoughts were in that. Now, um, <clears throat> Cole will then return to his house to find Alice and our uh, our cheerleader who you know at this point we're not really sure she's dead or alive due to the fact she was shot earlier through the boob of course there's a big old uh, scene involving that as she's just in total dismay as she feels this is her only uh, only um, quality and feature now um, she of course comes after Cole with a kitchen knife and B lo and behold arrives with a shotgun to save him now, um, oh, geez, of course, I forgot the part where Cole returns to Melanie's house when B's chasing him, of course, with his shotgun from the uh, cop's car with this big, um, you know, kiss. And it's basically the fact that, you know, we see Cole really um, developing is, uh, you know, he's becoming a man. So he's he's really figuring out what he wants in life. And this is when he returns back to go after B. So um, that's when he finds Alice, and of course we have the whole thing with the kitchen knife. Sorry, guys, I'm really having issues today with my notes. Um, anyways, so um, B and him, of course, discuss everything, and Cole gets the uh, the answers he was looking for. You know what what is B all about? What are these these notes? You know, um, you know what is going on? So she explains. You know, she made a deal with the devil to get whatever she wanted by sacrificing innocent people and spilling their blood on an ancient book. Of course, we're citing the uh, the ancient vers- verses. Now, um, although she wants Cole to join her cause, um, Cole burns the spell book because he feels betrayed in this moment. She admits there was there was previous kids. He wasn't he wasn't the first. So um, he rushes over to Melanie's house to take Melanie's dad's car, who's a total douchebag, um, and he uses this to crash through his house and killing B. And this is sort of that final scene that shows, you know, Cole is is finally a man. And we have our final one-on-one. And uh, Cole, you know, emerges through the wreckage. The cops arrive, his parents arrive, and he finally explains, you know, I don't need a babysitter. So, um, you know, just hilarious way to, to really explain, you know, that moment when a kid explains like, you know, I can look after myself, but just, um, really poking fun of all of those typical seventies and eighties, um, horror films, you know, that were like, you know, who's upstairs that, you know, what's, what's going on when the babysitter's over, you know, it brought a whole new, new approach to that. So I, I really, really enjoyed it. So our cast, as I said earlier, so, uh, Samara Weaving is our B, uh, Judah Lewis, 
was Cole. You know, these two were, were definitely, got to say, my favorites. Um, Hannah Mae Lee was Sonia. Uh, Robbie Amell was Max. Bella Thorne is Allison. Of course, she pulled off that cliche really, really well. Um, Andrew uh, Bachelor was John. And Emily Lynn Lynn, of course, as the neighbor Melanie. Uh, and Lil... Leslie Bibb and Ken Marino as uh, mom and dad. So, um, brief little notes here on the production. Sadly, there really wasn't much. But on November 24th, 2014, it was announced that Brian Durfield's horror comedy script, The Babysitter, was going to be brought to MCG's Wonderland Sound and Vision um, with uh, MCG and Mary Biola set to produce the film. The project was brought uh, in by executive producer Stephen Bellow. In December 2014, the script appeared on the 2014 blacklist of the best unproduced scripts in Hollywood. And then uh, finally, on September 10th, 2015, MGM, uh, MCG was attached to direct the new film for New Line Cinema, while Wonder, Wonderland would, go, would co-finance, the, co-finance the film along with the... Um, the Boyas uh, Schooler Film Group and principal photography on the film finally began October two thousand uh, or two uh, twenty seventh two thousand fifteen in L A. So uh, the release, of course, in December two thousand sixteen, Netflix acquired the distribution rights to the film from New Line uh, and finally released to our enjoyment on October thirteenth. So highly recommend checking this out if you haven't already. Um, just really awesome hilarious you know it's um maybe not meant for everybody a little over the top blood splatter but um in my opinion that's you know all of this film is meant to be over the top so uh so really enjoyed that anyways guys i hope you're all getting ready for halloween um in the moment i've kind of challenged myself to watch 30 31 films right up till the day currently I'm on number 16 so I definitely have some catch-up to do um which I'm probably going to use the rest of today to do so um anyways guys uh thanks again for listening um and um yeah we'll tune in next week